Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Andrea, and welcome to Aim to Talk. I once read a quote that said, Reading fills your mind, and writing empties it. And I couldn't agree more, which is why I started writing a book. If you have any wild imagination, knowledge, expertise, or passion in any field, a mind that's always full of ideas and creativity and knowledge, and you happen to be good with words, then you might want to start contemplating writing your own book. I'm here with a very special guest. Joseph was born and raised in Lebanon. He's currently based in Jordan. He's a wine expert, but what's most exciting about his journey is that he wrote a book, and he's here to tell us about the rewards and challenges of writing and how to overcome these challenges. Hi, Joseph, and thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for hosting me. I'm so excited for this episode. You know, the uh, challenges and rewards of writing and how to overcome these challenges. So I'm not going to tell the listeners about you. How about you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, where you are right now, uh, some of your passions, and then we can uh, dive deeper into the writing process. So uh, I'm uh, Joseph uh, Mukherzel. I'm from Lebanon. I studied wine, actually. Uh, so I'm in the wine industry. Currently, I'm in Georgia. Jordan. I'm managing a wine cellar here. I've been loving it so far. It's a lovely experience. And I do writing on the side. So it's a hobby that started uh, during the lockdown in 2019. 20, I think. In the <laughs> 2020 or... I, yeah. yeah. The no, peak. I think, I think the peak of the yeah, pandemic yeah, yeah. was around 2020. Exactly. So it's been two years, a little bit more. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's an amazing experience. It's I, I'm I'm surprised by myself, honestly, <laughs> because I never I never imagined I would be writing. You know, because I'm so far from this. You know, that's uh, that's honestly that's one of the major reasons for doing this episode is that to hopefully be a motivation for people who don't know where to start and who don't even think of something like starting a legacy or writing a book. So. Yeah. I think you set the perfect example of not being an author or a writer by profession and you're basically just a writer by passion. And yeah. um and yeah, I think that's perfect. Let me just make a small comment. How exciting is it to just have a career around wine? I mean, getting paid to be around wine instead of paying to be around yeah, wine. Yeah, this is um I'm paid to drink maybe. <laughs> so I'm a professional alcoholic. Can I send my I CV? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I love when you're surrounded by cool people all the time. Yeah. This is what I love about it. All right, Joseph. So let's dive deeper into the book that you've written. So can you tell us a little bit about it without any spoilers? Yeah, yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> uh, I mean, currently I'm in the process of editing the book, so it's not uh, published yet. But I'm working on it. I was telling you that I never imagined myself writing. Why did I say this? Because I have a very uh, scientific background, you know. Mm -hmm. And scientific writing has nothing to do with uh, creative writing. But, you know, one day I just felt it, you know. Let's say it came down upon me and I just Mm -hmm. felt this need that I need to say something, you know, and put it on paper. Yeah. And... 
it just started and I've been doing it since. You know, talking about uh, creative writing versus factual writing, I want to say, because you you also know that I'm writing a book as well. And the difference between the one you've written and the one that I'm currently writing is that yours is quite... Well, it's fiction. Mine is nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge difference when it comes to the writing process before, during, and after, uh, you know, checking the facts that w- yours is very free. I would say you can literally write about anything you want. You don't need to get it referenced. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think in my case, it's more of a, of a challenge because every fact that I need to put there, every piece of advice given to my readers has to be backed yeah, by, true. yeah, scientific evidence. My facts and exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, what's the theme about what, what's the storyline? I think uh, the story, every person on the planet will relate to the story, will find a piece of themselves in the story. So the story is about events that happened 30,000 years ago, about 30,000 years ago. So it's it's in a time that nobody knows anything about, nobody remembers. It's about a boy, his name is Am. You know, he lives in a tribe, everybody's happy. And they have this uh, ritualistic event that they do every year okay. where they smoke magic mushrooms. <laughs> and you know, so he smoked with the tribe and, you know, he had a vision. And his okay. vision was so extreme. It was so real. It uh, revealed uh, facts to him that that made it impossible for him to be lying, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this vision told him about gold, that there is gold far north in the world. And he never, he never actually ever heard about gold. So he, he goes to the, the tribe's wise man, like the druid, let's say, and he tells mm-hmm. him about it. And he was so surprised and he was, you know, he was sure that the boy is not lying because nobody, nobody ever heard about gold. It's a tribe living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like, is the book his vision happening? No, no, the vision is only like, okay. it's in the second chapter. Okay. But, you know, the story is about the, you know, the journey. The journey. The journey of, and the destination. Okay. So okay. he goes on a very long adventure. And so this is mainly the heart of the book, you know. That's, that's so and exciting. And in the end, something, yeah, yeah, something, in the end, something unexpected happens. So I'm not going to say any spoilers. Of course. But, <laughs> but why did I say that every person will relate to it? Because the hero will be facing uh, the biggest evils in the world, you know, and it's himself, you know. And I think each one of us will reach a level in their lives where, you know, they have to find their own demons. You know, this is what they say. Of course. So it's kind of like this. It's a very, it's an adventure. It's a fiction it's around spirituality as well. So Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I think each and every one of us can be their own hero or their own demon. Exactly. You, know, we, you can each either one of build... Us is living their own story. Exactly. So you can either build your life or destroy it. I would say most of the things that you choose to do are within your power and in your hands. So although exactly. I'm not really into fiction, uh, mystery, adventure stuff, but... This is definitely a book that I'm going to have on the shelf. So after I've read it, of course. So my question is, what inspired you to choose this particular theme? Many things, actually. So, you know, we were in the lockdown mm-hmm. and I wasn't, uh, 
I wasn't employed back then, so I literally had nothing to do during the day. Okay. So uh, I, I did a few things, you know, like I planted a garden and, but you know, it was, I wanted something fulfilling. I wanted mm-hmm. something, something that, you know, when you, stays. Sit, when you sit with yourself, you think a lot and, you know, it has to flow out. You cannot keep it to yourself. Very true. So this is actually how it happened. I love to watch, uh, YouTube videos about science, and okay. science books and magazines. So, so like some people, for example, if they're looking to write a book, uh, something that's like a fiction similar to the one you've written. Um, mm-hmm. For example, if I were to write a fiction book, I think I would go more for something like a murder investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think people kind kind of follow their their passion, and your imagination exactly. has to be triggered by something like a. Um, a, yeah. a side of you or uh, an interest that you have. And since I'm into psychology and murder investigations and crime documentaries, I think mine would be similar to that. So is there any yeah. any side of you that made you want to write something that is so far in the past and, you know, going on a journey? So, or was it just an idea that was suddenly born out of nowhere? I love history, for example, like ancient history. It's always been a big mystery to me, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the pyramids, ancient Egypt, and nobody knows, you know, the humans have been on the, like human beings as as homo sapiens. We've uh, lived on the planet for 200,000 years now Mm. uh, as a species, and we know nothing about what happened before like 10,000 BC. So mm-hmm. we ha- you have around, let's say, 190,000 years where a human existed on the planet. So what happened during this time? It's a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I-, I imagined events in this uh, era. Okay. You know, lots of people inspiring me. Like, I don't know if you know Graham Hancock. He recently uh, launched a series on Netflix it's called uh, Ancient Apocalypse. And, you know, I've been following him for a long time. And, you know, it's a, his, his ideas were an inspiration mm-hmm. to me. I, I mean, nobody knows if they're true or no, but they're, they're surely inspiring. It's nice to know where, uh, where this passion or the theme of this particular book was born or what, mm-hmm. what triggered it. But let's jump more into the challenges. So if you were to think about some of the challenges uh, that you went through, let's start with before. So we're going to talk about before, during and after, but let's talk about before writing the book. What were some of the challenges? So I'll give you an example about my own book process. So before starting with the writing process, I was struggling with finding the right structure, order, chapter breakdown. I knew that I wanted it to be an obesity book uh, or a self-help guide on how to combat or overcome obesity. But, you know, given that I'm a nutritionist by profession, I felt like I kept spiraling a little bit away from Mm -hmm. obesity and into, let's say, why caffeine is bad on an empty stomach. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I, I, I needed to keep reminding myself to stick to my purpose, not 
spiral out of it and into other things. You need to yeah. gather your thoughts, set a plan, give your chapter, break down a structure. So what were some of the challenges that you went through before yeah, yeah. starting with the writing process? In my case, because it's a creative writing, mm -hmm. uh, at first I, I had a very clear idea on what I want to write about, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's about a guy who's going to find gold. But if you want to talk about the details, I had no idea what I wanted, what I wanted to talk about, like the, a specific scene or the mm -hmm. specific chapter. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you are writing, in creative writing, yeah. ideas flow, you know, they just come to you while you are writing. Right. And an idea will, you know, will bring another idea mm -hmm. and will bring another idea. Yes. So what's nice about it, it's I was like a fool, you know, that had no idea what's in front of him. But that also gave me power because if you if you know the challenges that you are facing, you will never maybe start writing the book. You know Very what I true. mean? Yeah, of course. But when you have no idea what you're gonna do, but you mm -hmm. wanna do it and just mm -hmm. start with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. gonna achieve it. And at first I was like, I wanna write something and I wanna reach it was a cha my challenge was to reach 30,000 words. And for me, it was like not impossible, but it was something that was very far fetched. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't even start the book and I was already like at 35,000. And the document was, it was like a few pages. I was scrolling th through mm -hmm. a few pages and then mm -hmm. they were like 100 pages, you know, to scroll through and then 200. And I was like, this is becoming very big, you know, and I yeah. need to better organize myself. So, wow. you know, challenges come as you are working through the book, but mm -hmm. you, you know, when you are passionate about it and when you, when you are excited and loving it, you just find solutions, you know, you don't put obstacles in front of you. I love this. I absolutely love this. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna look at something and immediately assume that you're gonna have challenges or what they're gonna be, you're probably not gonna go through with it. Exactly. But when you just, just yeah, when you jump into it and you're like, you know what, I'll figure this out as I'm yeah. going through it. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, if you, if you think about it, the biggest things that exist on the planet, like I don't know, let's say Pepsi. Pepsi started with a bottle. They didn't start with that. With what they have now. You know, they started with yeah. one bottle and things followed. Even the biggest tree, it started as a seed, you know. Very true. And this is something I actually discovered that I'm really obsessed about seeds. By the way, I talk a lot about <laughs> seeds in the book. <laughs> I mean, like 30,000 years ago, there was... Well, you did spend your lockdown planting stuff, so I think yeah, this yeah, has, exactly, some... <laughs> exactly. this I mean, has every, something everything to do. Everything is a seed, if you think about Very it. Every true. idea is a seed. Every, I couldn't... I couldn't agree more. I'm going to shift away yeah. from talking about plants because I'm still grieving over a plant <laughs> that I wasn't able to water. And yeah. <laughs> may, may it rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> so let's jump to the during process. So what were okay. some of the challenges that you went through, you know, as you were going through the writing process? Because I know that 
you're not an author by profession and mm-hmm. neither am I. So I think that finding the time sometimes can be pretty challenging, especially yeah. that it's not our sole job. It's not the one that pays the bills. So you got to invest yeah, yeah, yeah. equally in this passion versus the other one that actually pays your bills. One is a necessity. One is more of a passion if that makes sense so sometimes you're not in the right mental space to get any writing done sometimes weeks can go by where you feel like i i have the inspiration i have the creativity and the ideas but i just mentally i can't seem to open this laptop and drag myself and and get to writing so like did you ever go through this and if yes what did you do to overcome it in the first few months when i was writing i wasn't working but then after a few months, I was employed, so I had I had to find the balance, you know, between mm-hmm. work and writing. So in the beginning, it was like uh, in the weekends, like Saturdays and Sundays. But sometimes you also like come back from work, you just want to relax, you know, you had a tough day. This was one part of the challenge. Mm-hmm. Another another thing, sometimes uh, ideas dry up. You yeah. know, you have no ideas. Yeah, yeah like but, writer's you know, just block. Wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you just have faith about it, let's say. Mm. It's like a seasonal river, you know. It mm-hmm. dries up in summer and it flows in winter. And mm-hmm. I think the mind has got its own seasons, you know. Yeah, very. Oh, my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal this concept and include yeah, it, it and include ahead. it everywhere. <laughs> Go ahead. Very no, true. Uh, the mind has its own yeah. season. Sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's rainy, and sometimes yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just gotta wait for this storm to to pass by without really drowning yeah. in its waves. So that's we absolutely even say brain fog, you know. Yeah, very true. So... This is very true. <laughs> and it's a real thing. Sometimes when you let it go, it comes to you. Like sometimes when the ideas yeah, dry yeah. out, maybe you need to take a step back from thinking about the book. And then Mm -hmm. the idea might come to you very unexpectedly when you're, let's say, swimming or in the shower or just sleeping. Sometimes when I'm falling asleep, I just wake up, think of a chapter, just write it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think it happens. Listen, when when I say writing, I don't necessarily mean like sitting on the laptop and like writing. Writing is also researching. It's also taking notes. It's also reading. You know, it's also uh, watching video. I watch a lot of videos on YouTube mm-hmm. on specific subjects, like experts talking about uh, something in particular. All of this is considered writing. So when you feel dry, like to literally write, just do another thing. Yeah, like leave it mm-hmm. uh, a bit to rest. Even a plant, if you water it too much, it will get mm-hmm. tired. Like Very just, true. Yeah, leave it a bit for a while mm-hmm. and it will pick up again, you know. So like writing to you is not only sitting behind the laptop, it's drawing inspiration from the things yeah, around you. you should you. see my notebook. I mean, my <laughs> notebook, it has lots of scribbles, lots of notes. Uh, I'm sure when you become this famous I mean, author, this notebook is going to sell <laughs> in the auction for I, like I a lot. So. I hope so. <laughs> I mean... This is not my goal, actually. My goal, is, it's it's a challenge that I put on myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Write a book and finish it. This is my goal, actually. Of course, I'm going to work. I want to publish it, you know? But it wasn't and, your uh, goal, of it course. Grow. It but comes is, like an aftermath. Yeah, yeah, like it comes as a plus. It. Exactly. Before, during, let's jump to the after, which I think mm-hmm. is one of the most difficult things. And let me tell you why. Because the before and the during, I think, 
it's in our hands, whereas the after is in the hands of uh, the other people who are responsible of getting your book out there. Mm-hmm. So you finish, you've written the last full stop of that book. What did you do next? And what were some of the challenges? I think my background in sales and marketing helped me a little bit. So, okay, if you want to sell your book, you need to know how to sell stuff. Mm. And if you want to market your book, you want you need to know how to market stuff. And this is all part of the process. So, you know, I have lots of ideas. Mm. You need to make like a nice cover. You know, a lot of people say don't judge the book by the cover, but everybody <laughs> judges the book by the cover, you know. Very true. So, uh, it, it is true, but I mean, you, you need to have a good title. You need to have a nice visual. I already thought about many things I need to do, but, you know, you need also money. Of course. Uh, it costs a lot of money. So a little by little, you will go there. I mean, you start small and go big. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Talking about money. I was uh, reaching out to different publishers to inquire about mm-hmm. this whole publishing thing. And this huge global publisher calls me. They're based in the U.S., but I, I'm, of course, not going to mention the name. So this okay. huge global publisher calls me to discuss pricing and strategy and stuff. And uh, and so they tell me that there's a fee that I need to pay at first to get them to start with the editing and publishing and stuff like that, like a package that you purchase at first. Um, And then they can help you even with the writing process. So your book doesn't even have to be finished yet when you reach out to them. And you know me, money is not a problem, not because it's there per se, but because I just never let it stand in the way of things that truly matter. Mm -hmm. Like in my mindset, I believe there's always a way around it. But the problem was when they were laying out the profit that I would be making from book sales in different places, like in bookstores, which is 50% versus say on Amazon, which is 10%. So when they said 10%, I asked, Oh, so you guys get 10% from each book that I sell on Amazon. No. And they said, no, 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 you no, get you get, you get 10%. <laughs> and if you listen closely, you could hear my heart breaking. Like yeah. <laughs> they're taking your creation, making money out of it while while you're just sitting at home still broke. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, they have the infrastructure. So I mean, they have the negotiation power. So yeah, of course, but kind of it makes sense in a way, but yeah, because but your book is like in the beginning, it's like it's your baby. Yeah. And especially and you're watching you it not, grow. Yeah. And if you have a commercial mind, let's say you will accept the idea. Yeah. But if you're if you don't have this particular way of thinking, mm. you might be more uh it's a bothering idea. Bothering. You know, I think um when it comes to the publishing phase, you should be less excited, more aware. Otherwise, mm-hmm. everything you've been doing can very easily go to waste and just end yeah. up in the hands of the wrong people. And it kind of reminded me of, I don't know if you know this, but artists, uh, people who produce music, people who make music and fall um, into the wrong record label, they okay. also complain from the fact that th- their entire talent, creativity is... It's just going to waste because this record label is basically taking all of this revenue, all of this profit, and the artists are not getting what they truly deserve in terms of sales from their, let's say, songs or videos or 
anything that they've created. Mm. So I think it's very similar to authors as well. You spend years and years and so much energy, mental and physical, writing yeah. this book and wrapping your head around it. And then when it's a finished product, people just want to take this product and become richer off of it. And it doesn't really make that much of a financial difference in your yeah. life. Um, but yeah, this is I mean, not... Listen, you have Amazon, for example, yeah. and you can self-publish online on Amazon. Your book will reach the whole world online. But you know, it's Amazon. Like your uh, your book will be like a drop of water in the ocean. You know what I mean? So it's Very either true. this, either you go the hard way, let's say. Um, yeah. I think, but it's a bit of a challenge because ordering books off of Amazon, I would say in this digital and very fast life, um, it, it's it's pretty convenient to just go on Amazon, order a book, as opposed to oh, yeah, stroll yeah. around in a bookstore and just check each and every cover to decide what you want. Mm -hmm. So th that's why they're giving you 50% of the profit at a bookstore because they know exactly. that the heavier weight is going to be purchased off of Amazon. It's not very fair. So that's why the advice given to you, to me, to anyone out there looking to start writing their own book, Always be mindful and aware of the publisher that you choose. Make sure that yeah. you read the contract. Hire a lawyer maybe to help you out with the with of everything to protect. Yeah, this to protect yourself. Very important. Yeah. Otherwise, it can very easily go to waste. So yeah, now that yeah. now that you are able to complete a book, are there any plans for future books? Currently, I'm writing the second one. You're on a roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the second one is. It's going to be much more difficult because it's going to go into like the details of it. And there will be lots of science fiction involved yeah. as well. Yeah. So you really, I really need to research the whole thing and find what I want to write about. But yeah. I'm, I'm in the process and I moved to this beautiful apartment mm. in the heart of Amman. And it's so calm that you have trees all around. and so Every sunny. writer's dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, you know, I I ordered yesterday, I ordered an office chair, like a very comfortable mm. one, mm. you know, because this is also important. It's part of the, like, you're going to sit for like two, three, four hours. Mm. So you need to be. Yeah, very true. You have to have the right well. setup, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just have one last question for you, Joseph, before we yeah. wrap it up. So what are some final tips that you can give someone looking to start writing their own book? Just start, you know, you are never ready to start writing. Mm. You just need to start doing it, okay. you know, just just do it. Absolutely. And uh, if you have something to say, whatever it is, just say it. You know, it doesn't no matter if you are right or wrong. When it comes to or, writing, yes. Yeah, yeah, just write it. Yeah, there are no limits, literally. That's amazing. I absolutely yeah. I love this. Joseph, <laughs> this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Likewise. for taking the time and effort in doing this. I wish you the That's best of pleasure. luck in your publishing journey and future projects. I wish you also luck with your podcast. Thank you. It's a, it's a recent thing that you're doing. Mm, mm. And it's also, it's an admiration. It's a very impressive thing. You're, you're an inspiration as well. Mm. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm just following uh, your advice. You just got to start. You got to jump yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, true. So thank you so much. And I'll, I'll catch up you, with Andrea. you soon. Yeah. 
Okay. Have a great yeah, night. Ciao. Bye bye. To each and every one of you, thank you for listening. I hope that we were able to provide you with some insights on why it might be your calling to write and how to get started. It's fun, it's therapeutic, it's a legacy that's there to stay and inspire millions of people. I'm Andrea and this is Aim to Talk. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to stay up to date to the latest news and episodes. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, have a great day every day and stay blessed.